Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Wednesday, March 27th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Patrick Murphy. Patrick, uh, bad news to start the show out with. Uh, Fifth-year senior Justin Hilliard suffered an Achilles injury uh, earlier this week. Had to be carted off. Um, just terrible news. You hate to see it. It was actually Saturday when we were out there for Student Appreciation Day. It wasn't earlier this week. It was very late last week on Saturday. Um, I think a lot of us thought it was a knee when he was carted off. Just... Uh, Ohio, you, you can talk more about this. Ohio State's not saying he's out for the year. We saw what happened with Tough Borland last year, so you never know. Usually I hear ruptured Achilles, and I'm like, well, he's done for the year. Tough Borland suffered his in spring ball last year, but just another injury for Justin Hilliard. The poor kid can't catch a break. Now a fifth-year senior. Yeah, it's it's real unfortunate for, for Justin. As you mentioned, he's he's had two bicep injuries. One is a freshman, one is a sophomore, I believe it was, um, on different arms as well. So that really – derailed the start of his Ohio state career. And then by that time he got back, but other guys started themselves at the the linebacker spots. And, you know, last year he was a backup played some, I think he recorded 20 tackles, which was the best of his career. And, you know, was, was at least in contention with a new linebacking coach in uh, Al Washington and, you know, pretty much a new defensive staff players have talked about how, you know, getting new eyes on them is giving them opportunities. So, you know, it might've been a big shot for just a fist it that we saw it on Saturday when he got carted off that, uh, uh, he sustained an injury and already had surgery. They didn't say specifically what it was, but it's been reported elsewhere. And we've learned that it's an Achilles. Uh, as you mentioned, the, the, the length for that is uncertain. Like you said, tough Borland came back and played after, um, having an Achilles injury in the spring. The, the thing is, we don't know the severity of either Borland's or um, Justin Hilliard's. So it's going to be tough to say. I am of the belief, and, and this is just my opinion, that tough Borland came back too quickly. Um, I just don't think he was the same player last year. I'm interested to see if that changes this year now that he's he's had some time to let that fully heal. Um, but, you know, I could be wrong on that, and, and maybe, you know, just the injury slowed him down. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully Justin can make it back at some point during next season. Like you said, it's his, his fifth fifth year in the program. Um, and, you know, you, you'd like to see a guy, a former five-star player like that, who has continued to keep such a good attitude and work hard, get a shot to, to play and contribute in his last year with Ohio State. And another guy who, well, he didn't suffer an injury, but he's not going to be with the team anymore, is Blue Smith. Um, this is – this happened on Friday. It's the first time you and I have talked about it. We broke the story on Friday that Blue Smith has left the team. Ryan Day confirmed it the next day. Um, you know, I think overall the depth is good at wide receiver. They can't sustain a lot of injuries. I like, I really like their top six guys. Um, so I don't think Blue Smith is going to play a lot this year anyway. But uh, you still hate to see a talented kid like that leave the program. Sounds like he might end up at Cincinnati. He's also thinking about maybe playing basketball. I think probably what's going to happen, he's going to end up at Cincinnati with Luke Fickle. Um, just your thoughts on Blue Smith leaving the program. Yeah, another one that's, you know, unfortunate to say the least, uh, you know, an Ohio kid that you know, I know our recruiting guys got to know pretty well throughout the process. Um, 
you know, I was, I was always interested to see what he would do there. I think, you know, you, you have a name like blue at Ohio state that kind of stands out even th- through the recruiting process. Um, and, you know, I, w- I was interested to see what he could become. Um, that was a class that, that had a lot of talent um, that is going to need to start to emerge for Ohio state. And he was one of those guys that, that might've, you know, been able to, to begin his, his offensive career here. Um, like you said, the depth is, is pretty good at those positions. Uh, you know, all three wide receiver positions, really um, the injury to Cameron Babb, um, which was another one that happened recently, doesn't help things. Uh, that was a knee injury, but uh, you know, I think they'll be all right this year. It's just, making sure you have that depth. And obviously obviously they're recruiting that position really well. Brian Hartline and the rest of the offensive staff has done a great job um, and they're in a good spot going forward. But yeah, I mean, you never like to see a guy leave the program for whatever reason, but hopefully this, you know, works out for what's best for him. And and he figures out exactly what he wants to do if, if Ohio State wasn't the right fit, right program, whatever the case may be. I know a lot of fans want to know where does this leave them with the scholarship count? They're one over. One over, and that does not count Malik Barrow. He was already off scholarship. I know he's transferring, but he was already not on scholarship anymore with the football team. He was on academic scholarship, which he still is. They were honoring his academic scholarship, but he had retired from football last October. You actually did the story, Patrick, on Malik Barrow retiring from football. He is now unretired, but he's going to unretire somewhere other than Ohio State. So Malik Barrow was not counting toward the 85 to begin with. Blue Smith obviously was. They were at 87. Now they're at 86. So there will be one more kid to leave the program between now and when they open up camp. So uh, just your thoughts on that. I'm not asking you to uh, predict who that's going to be, but that's pretty much – that's that's not easy to make happen. But, you know, comparatively speaking, having one kid leave the program, not that big of a deal. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you know, as unfortunate as, as it is, you see this kind of attrition happen all across the country, um, you know, when – when, you know, teams are close to being right around that limit, one over, uh, two over, whatever it may be. You know, there's guys that, that you know, whether they choose to transfer, whether they're asked to, you know, make a move elsewhere because they're not going to get playing time, um, things like that. You know, I think, I think this is just natural. So, yeah, it won't, it won't be surprising if, if one or two guy, other guys decide to transfer following the spring when they see that their you know, number is likely not to be called next year. Um, you know, speculating on who that might be, I don't think is, is entirely fair to the players. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it happens every year. It's unfortunate. You just hope for the best that, that these players wind up in a situation that works for them, like I said, with Blue Smith, and uh, you know, go on to have successful collegiate careers wherever um, um, they end up. And, you know, for Ohio State, it's, it's about, you know, getting within the NCAA rules. You know, you, you can only have so many guys on a roster these days, and obviously you want to try and put together the best team possible, which means – you know, some guys are are going to uh, going to leave. Um, I think it is cool that Ohio State does things like honor the uh, academic scholarships for these guys. Ryan Day said they're going to do the same with Blue Smith um, until he until he's done at the end of the semester. So, um, you know, that's an honorable thing in in kind of a, a gray area of of college football. You know, roster management. I think, and you know, Ohio State handles it probably about as well as you can for a program of their stature. Big day over at the WAC. The Buckeyes are practicing right now, um, and then we will get the chance to interview Brian Hartline and Jeff Halfley and select defensive backs and select wide receivers after practice. So that's pretty cool. I think we're getting Matt Barnes as well. 
Yeah. Um, the assistant the defensive backs coach and special teams coordinators. We three coaches, several players. I mean, Jeff Halfley was so impressive last time we got a chance to talk to him. Brian Hartline's always impressive. Matt Barnes, I've only interviewed him the one time. I thought he was pretty good as well. And getting a chance to interview some of the uh, the players is going to be good too. So uh, just your thoughts on the, the big day over at the WAC we have uh, in store for us today. Yeah, the combination of Brian Hartline, Jeff Halfley, and Matt Barnes is like the all-star assistant coaches in terms of interviews because those guys have a lot of energy. They don't mind talking to the media. They're, they're good quotes. So, you know, this is, this is a great day for us. Um, and then in terms of the players, the wide receivers were, were, you know, in Paris Campbell, Terry McLaurin, and Johnny Dixon were the guys that were probably the ones we talked to the most, probably the best, some of the best interviews on the team last year. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see as we go through the the process, who steps into those roles that of the guys they bring out. But yeah, I'm excited to talk to, you know, a guy like KJ Hill, uh, a big season coming for him. I think he's had, you know, two really good years and this could be a year where he really breaks out just because he doesn't have as much competition at the spot. Demario McCall's moved over to, to most mostly running back. Um, you know, CJ Saunders is still there. Um, you know, Jalen Gill is a guy, young guy who can compete for time, but I think this is going to be KJ Hill's position at the H back spot. Um, you know, hopefully we get a chance to talk to Austin Mack. He's looked good as we've talked about previously. Um, in his recovery from that injury suffered against Purdue, just kind of, you know, how that all went, um, dealing with that, missing the rest of the season, coming back, how he's feeling, those type of things, just the development of the receivers. And then the same side, same thing on the defensive side with the defensive backs. Obviously last year was not great in that department. Um, you know, Ohio state was, was beat over the top. There were a lot of penalties, things like that. Um, you know, how, how that's changing under the new coaching staff. I know a topic that fans always like is is looking back at the ball which Jeff Halfley's made clear they're they're going to do so talking to the players about that those type of things so it's it's two position groups with a lot of intrigue I think and then obviously the coaches that that lead them are are you know exciting for us because they're real good quotes and and we like to talk to those type of people so keep it locked to buck nuts for all that uh yep. it's gonna be a big day and before I let you go you mentioned a name that guy just can't seem to stay healthy and I, I sense some frustration in Ryan Day's voice when we talked to him on Saturday Demario McCall. Yeah. Somebody asked about Demario McCall, and he's like, "He's not practicing." Yeah. He, you know, not that a coach is ever going to be excited. Like, he's not practicing. Like, isn't it great? He's not practicing. But it wasn't. I mean, because well, he's not practicing. You know, it, it, you could just feel the disappointment in his voice. He's not practicing, and it wasn't just because of one day. He has not right. been practicing much throughout spring, and you know, he's a fourth year junior now. This has kind of been. And he, you know, he's a smaller guy, you know, trying to play a violent sport. So that's definitely part of it. I'm not saying he's not tough. He's a tough guy. There's no, you don't get to this point, not be a tough guy. He's a tough guy, but durability is a concern. And you can just hear in Ryan Day's voice with Demario McCall. Hopefully it won't be a concern anymore, but man, you can just tell Ryan Day is frustrated with Demario McCall's injury status. Yeah. And it's interesting because when we talked to Demario a few days before, he said he was, you know, back from the calf injury um, and, you know, was, was getting back to practice. And we obviously saw on Saturday that he didn't do much while we were out there and, and Ryan Day said he's not practicing. So, you know, conflicting reports there, but yeah, an unfortunate kind of career for him. He started off fairly brightly that freshman year, um, when he was, when he was a backup getting in, then tried to move to H back, um, the combination of, of that and, and injuries, learning that position, kind of becoming a receiver, has, has kind of derailed what people thought was going to be a bright career. 
you know, it's only spring. So if you're going to be hurt, I think now's the time to do it. And it doesn't sound like it's anything that serious and, you know, potentially he's back even, even now. Um, but yeah, that's Ohio state should really look, you know, assuming health, um, and you know, that they trust him should really look to use this year because he can be a nice compliment to JK Dobbins. Uh, you know, we saw it a little bit last year in the Maryland game when Mike Weber was hurt, his ability to line up in the backfield, motion out or, or run routes out of the backfield now that he's done some receiver stuff. And I think that's something that while JK Dobbins can do that, um, you know, he's, he's not as adept at that, you know, and, and Demario McCall can run through tackles too. You know, you said it, he's a smaller guy, but he's shown he can, he can do that. So that could be an interesting weapon if they get him, you know, healthy and, and right which I think most Buckeye fans would like to see here going into his fourth year. Great stuff as always from Patrick Murphy. Thank you very much, Patrick. And thank you very much to all the listeners out there for tuning in the show. I appreciate it. Hope everyone has a great day. Keep it locked to Bucknuts for all of our great coverage today. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best in band in the land. Mm-hmm.